0: back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my line mate Matt with me and today we're going to talk about the Blackhawks last two games. The, uh, the They played the Ducks, shut them out. Fleury was great in that one, three to nothing. And uh, last night they played the Kraken, lost that one in a shootout, three to two. So here we go. Against the Ducks, um, the he- the headline, the, the biggest thing, biggest story of this game was the long-awaited uh, a rival of Lucas Reichel, and um, I didn't think that he was going to stay up here long. But uh, the, you know, they brought him up uh, for a couple games, and you know what? Uh, he looked uh, he looked good. I thought his skating ability was really impressive. He didn't seem like he was nervous to you know to play in the NHL. Uh, he looked he looked good defensively, and um, it looks like they have uh, they want to bring him up for stints during the regular season. And not say nine straight games. Bring him up for two games here, two games here, two games here. Uh, Derek King was quoted on saying that uh, they have a they have a specific plan for him, and uh, and they're going to stick to the plan. So, you know, that's really good to hear. Uh, that's, you know, I'm glad that there's a plan for the kid. Uh, what did you think of Reiko, Matt?
1: Yes, I thought when I first seen him live in the AHL, he was very very good, one of the best players out there, and when they called him up. I like that they put him in a good situation with Kaner. I think that's the type of player he needs to play with. I know he didn't get any points, but he was very effective, getting good shots. He occasionally would pass too much, but, I mean, you got Patrick Kane on the line with you. You're going to want to feed the guy. I mean, that was his hero growing up. I think he looked up to him and wanted to be like him. I'm not sure that I understand the call up if you're going to keep him up for two games. I'm not on board with that. I think it's a very stupid plan. I think that you got to get this kid like reps, you know, get him in there, get him on the grind of being with the team for at least at least 10 games to see what you got. I mean, it's it's either all or nothing to me. I think I I'd, I would have kept him down and let him develop for the whole season and not kind of tease him with two games just to send him back down. Or, you know, give him his fair shot. I, I just, I'm, I'm not sure I understand this from them, but hey, I'm not, I'm not in the management.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> you know, I think the idea for, for him is that, you know, they want to show him the speed of the NHL because it's a lot faster in the NHL than it is in the AHL. Um, I, I think that the AHL has gotten much better now than it was, say, 10 years ago. It was more of like a, maybe somewhat of a meathead league. But now it's, there's a lot of skilled guys down there, and, but it's not the NHL. And I think that they wanted to bring him in to give him a taste of see, seeing what it's like. You know, the game's a lot faster. And, you know, we had some guys on, uh, on COVID protocol, too, that, um, that probably precipitated him, you know, him coming up. Um, you know, the Blackhawks, they had a great kill in the second period uh, that led to a goal from Hagel. Set up by Gustavson fresh out of the Gustavson fresh out of the penalty box. Uh, that was really, really nice to see. Great pass, uh, great vision, and um, and the team was, you know, they were clicking on 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 all cylinders. To be honest with you, I'd want to say that that was probably the first game that I've seen all season that all three periods we got a solid effort from. I would probably call them the the two period Hawks right now because normally they have two good periods. And then a bad one, and um, and and it, it seems to be the the case with them. Versus the uh, versus the ducks, they gave uh, a complete effort uh, all three periods, and uh, and I thought that it, they were very effective. Uh, Tavis was great from start to finish, taking some chances offensively and uh, playing with a lot of emotion. It seemed. He was. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I, I noticed him all night, winning faceoffs, winning some battles. Um, he had some uh, some pretty nice pass, uh, some pretty nice passes that uh, that were noticeable. Uh, it, it seems that he's getting more comfortable. Maybe that he's more in the swing of, of the season, and his fitness is is getting back on par with uh, with playing at an elite level. So, uh, so we'll have to see uh, about him. What did you see from Taves, Matt?
1: Yeah. I sent out a tweet saying there's something about the ducks that just brings Taves out. Like he just, uh, was a man on a mission. He was very emotional. I I know he was getting tripped up and, you know, not going to stick down under the ice. And, uh, I, I actually said it too bad that Ryan Kessler wasn't on the team anymore because that brings out the best in Taves. But yeah, man, he, he was all over the place. Uh, and I give Gus a lot of credit too. I thought, actually I th- i've been thinking he's been playing better defensively the last couple of weeks and you know what he's playing better defensively and it's leading to good plays offensively he that was very smart of him to go get that puck and be patient and wait for Hagel to bury that goal And it was just a good play by him and i know he gets uh he takes a beating by the fans you know i'm i'm pretty hard on him i don't know i think you are at times and it's deserving cuz his defensive play is just it's not it's kind of non-existent but He's actually um, he's actually really uh, improved, and, you know, you feel comfortable with him out there now.
0: Yeah, I'd say the same thing. Um, it was a lot of the same thing from, um, you know, against the Kraken as well, but we'll get into that in a minute before, uh, before we get into Gus. I think that he's made improvement. I've noticed it over the past couple of weeks. I am hard on him, but I have noticed that he has been— his defensive ability has been much better than what it was his, his first time around. But— um, you know Riley Stillman was on a five game point streak going into the Ducks game he had a point there uh, i thought the defense was 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 really good pinching in offensively when they got, when they had to keep themselves in position to make defensive plays and not allowing odd man breaks uh which is huge because when you start allowing odd man breaks you start giving the other team more um you know more life you know they're like oh let let let's keep going it gives them it kind of tilts the tilts the ice in their in their advantage in a way. And uh, I think the defense has been playing really well. Where are you at with the D, Matt?
1: Yeah, I, it's a shame that Jones is, um, Seth Jones is out with COVID protocol. I think he did actually end up getting cleared today, but it was too late to play. But I think that we have some good vets in McCabe. We have Murphy and Jones and DeHaan. They're, they've been steady lately, man, and, and you insert in Riley Stillman, who's found his offensive uh, game. He's a uh, five-game point streak, I believe. He It's it's very good to see, and, you know, even the guys down in Rockford, they're hungry. They want to be up here, and I'm excited for them, too, to get a shot. Uh, I know Mitchell, we've seen him. Uh, Bodan, we've seen him. And uh, I think we our, our defense is coming along, and uh, I don't really think I, we need to go out and, you know, get like a big free agent next year. I think we should keep developing these guys because um, it's working out, man. It's It's been, it's getting better. And I think under King, actually, they've been even better. So let's be patient with them and let them develop and stick some vets. Like, you know, uh, Dahan, you know, with a young guy, uh, obviously you, you want McCabe and Jones to be your main, your main unit, which I agree. It's probably should be the main unit and we'll go from there. You know, we
0: were talking about this earlier, and I think that if, if anything that the Hawks should probably target in the offseason is a center. And um, I, I would say a center with some offensive upside, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, getting into next season, we don't want to get through the weeds there, if you know what I mean. Um, you know, the Hawks played physical and didn't get caught up in the physical aspects of the game, which was huge. You know, during the Ducks, because they were just hitting guys, but they weren't going out of their way to hit people. It was just part of the game, uh, which is something that I noticed. Uh, I thought that the from the first first pairing to the third pairing was solid all the way down. Uh, Flurry was as uh, solid, and he definitely earned his shutout, the 70th of his career. And uh, I know that you know you kind of want to trade him so that we can get some value for him, but. Um, I, I I would kind of like to see this team you know try to try to push for a playoff spot, and if they can't, if they don't make it, then they don't make it, you know. But um, I'd like to see them push for one.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a little too late for that. But I mean, they just they're on a great point streak. Um, you know, I love Flurry. He's very entertaining, very likable guy, just super awesome to watch. He's just incredible still at his age, but. um you know, I, I'd hate to see him walk for nothing next year and we don't get anything for him. Even a pick is is a win. I mean, we, we gave up nothing for this guy. We pretty much got him for free from Vegas. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'd love to see him stay only if he's going to agree to come back next year. That's just me.
0: Yeah, to think that we gave up Subban for him. <laughs>
1: or who did we give up? We gave up... Uh... Nobody. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was like a prospect. Yeah, yeah like um,
0: yeah. I was thinking of another trade. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you were Leonard. Leonard. We yeah, Leonard. Right. We got Subban right. for, and we got we got gypped. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, it looks like Seth Jones was was released from COVID protocol today. Dylan Strom, Kirby Duck, and Brett Connolly are still in COVID protocol. Uh, Ian Mitchell was sent back down to Rockford. Mike Hardman and Kale Morris were added to the taxi squad. Now, uh, me and Matt were talking about Kirby earlier, and we think that it would benefit him to be sent down to the AHL to get some time down there to um, to kind of shore up his game, strengthen his game, and then bring him back up because I think that he's playing okay, but he's not playing up to his potential, and I don't think that he can do that until he gets some confidence, and he's not going to get that confidence until he starts playing and uh, getting some scoring in. What do you think about Kirby, Matt?
1: Yeah, I actually remember a couple months ago I said maybe it's time to send him down. And even if you send yep. him down, that might really light a spark, and he'll be really honestly he's going to be bitter about it. He's going to be mad. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I wouldn't blame him. But sometimes that's a good motivator. And I is. think that it's time. And you know they did it to Curse Chef. It didn't last long. He stayed down there for what two games only. But you know he, he I was, think it was a few more was, than that. He he was too good to be down there, and Kirby, yeah. he could be too, but I mean, sometimes it sends a message to the guy like, hey, your job's not safe just because you're a high-round draft pick. You you got to produce, and you know what? We need to see some production out of him. You know what, I man?
0: Kershev, you know, he's not lighting the lamp a lot, but... He, I think that he's creating a lot of offensive opportunities with uh, him driving to the net, his speed, uh, hunting down pucks. Uh, I, I like Khrushchev, man. I would really like to see him on the on the score sheet a little bit more. But uh, I, I don't think that looking at the score sheet, you could really see his, uh, his contributions.
1: Yeah, he's all over. I mean, you always see him, you know, fighting hard on the boards for a puck battle. I, he's I, he's very noticeable out there. Even if he's not producing, he's he still has an effect on the game. So he's just got to keep uh, working hard, and the points will come.
0: So last night Hawks versus Kraken, we we're uh, you know we we're really looking forward to this. To, you know hopefully keep our 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 point streak alive. I mean our um our win streak alive. And uh, unfortunately we did not. We lost three to two in uh, in the shootout. And uh, it sucks because they they should have beat the Kraken. They should have beaten Arizona, but you can't expect these bottom tier teams to to lose every single game. You know, to every team that they play. I mean, Arizona the other night took took the Abs to a to a shootout four three loss. And the Kraken threw everything that they had at the Blackhawks. But you know what? We got another two-period effort out of the Blackhawks today. The first and second period were solid. And then the third period, it was just downhill from there. Uh, the uh, the Kraken tied it up and then um, threw everything but the kitchen sink at us, took it into overtime. They practically owned us in overtime. Uh, Fleury stood on his head. And then they, we they won in the shootout, which is unfortunate. Uh, I thought that it was a it was a hard-fought win for them, but I think that we definitely should have won that game. There isn't really any anybody noticeable on that team that I would say, "Wow, that's a really good player." Or, wow, that's a really good player. I think they all have they have like a team of, of um of third liners, and uh, and one first-line center I want to say, or one second-line center I'd want to say at best. What did you think of the game, man?
1: Well, I thought it was all Mark Andre Fleury. Man, he was super exciting to watch. Man, he was in the zone, making some highlight reel saves. There was a glove save, I think, uh, might have been the third period or the late second period. I forget, but it was amazing. Impressive. And then overtime, he's standing on his head, and the team is it just, the team in front of him just kind of felt like they were like watching. They were kind of standing still, watching the puck carriers just hold possession and you know there was a couple chances where i know flurry ended up freezing the puck that's the time you got to get taves out there to take a faceoff to win possession back and they weren't they were losing and seattle seattle wanted that that extra point and they you know what i thought yeah. they deserved it and i feel bad for flurry that uh the hawks couldn't get it done They there was too much watching and uh too much uh, standing still in the last five minutes of the game, and then overtime was kind of brutal. We we didn't really have any possession down in there and maybe f- uh, less than 30 seconds, and that's not enough to win.
0: Yeah, it, it was like, if, if anything at all. I think Kaner was out there for two minutes for that first shift, I want to say.
1: Yeah, he got stuck out there. Yeah, he did. That's not good. You don't want him playing defense.
0: I'd like to see Lincoln and get a couple starts, you know, give him an opportunity to, you know, maybe shake the cobwebs or something.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree with keeping Flurry in though during this hot streak. That that's smart. You want to keep the guy with the hot hand in. And now that you know he he did lose in a sh- uh, shootout, but yeah, you got to get you got to get Lincoln and back in it. He's been watching for a long time, and he had to sit in COVID protocol for a while. So yeah, it's it's time to get him out there. Hopefully, he doesn't get lit up because it's been a long time since he's played
0: yeah and it, it you know you kind of beg to wonder it's like when do you put him in you know do you ride flurry for a few more starts I mean today uh, yesterday was Monday and the Hawks don't play again until Friday if I if I'm correct yeah, a lot Be- of practice yeah. so it's a lot of practice I mean you know he the guy just hasn't played. I'm, I'm, I would just like to see him get more of an opportunity So we've got some NHL news for you. Canucks ended their three game lo- losing streak the other night. Um, I thought that I was actually kind of surprised because, you know, they've been so strong going for a while and then they started stringing together some losses, but they really, they kicked out of it pretty quick, which is, uh, you know, they're, they've, they've come in to be a pretty tough team. You know, they've really turned it around. Where are you at with the Canucks, Matt?
1: Yeah, Bruce coming in. Nobody wanted him for two years. And look, he's got this team <laughs> rocking and rolling. I have. You know what? I I don't know how I would feel about having Bruce on our team, but I mean, <laughs> I think he won seven or eight in a row, and then he dropped three straight. But he he got him back going. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. This team is it's it's dangerous. I that division's kind of up for grabs because the Oilers are just something's going down with them. Don't know what it is. So it seems like that two three spot is open. I think the Kings and the um. The Kings and the Flames and the the Canucks are going to have a battle to the end for it.
0: Yeah, I think the Kings are tied with somebody I
1: forgot. Yeah, I, I believe it's a Flames. The, the Flames. The Flames uh... have been struggling too. They ran into a, a hot Florida team and then they ran into the defending champs. They lost and even uh Sutter said, "Wow, this is uh this is where the the big boys are playing down here in Florida." So, and they didn't show up and um you know, they're kind of falling back, but that Pacific Division, I think it's it's all for Vegas.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, The Bill Pulley, the owner of the Vegas Golden Knights, says Eichel will play in a few weeks. He's still wearing the red practice jersey, so no contact for him. But, you know, they're really looking forward to getting this kid going. So what happens, man? Who do they move? They, they're they going to have to do something because Oof. they've got guys on injured reserve. They've got guys um, that they're going to have to move now. Do you think Riley Smith is that guy who gets moved?
1: I've been hearing Smith. I've actually been hearing Carlson, William Carlson who's wow. was once a 40 goal scorer, which yeah. is a guy I'd like to have on my team. I said, yeah, that's that's going to be tough, man. I, they're going to have to play uh a cap be a cap wizard to to figure this out, but hey, you got to get Eichel in there because he's a generational talent and maybe the missing piece for this team to finally get to the the holy the get the whole the Stanley Cup.
0: Vladimir Tarasenko, Braden Shin, and Colton Parayko will return for the Blues. Uh, well, they return to the Blues on Monday. Uh, they skated the last two days after being released from COVID protocol. You know, Vladimir Tarasenko is a really interesting, you know, um, subject because he asked for a trade at the beginning of the season, and the Blues are having a really good season. But when he showed up to camp, he said that he was going to, you know, play as hard as he could for the Blues until he got that trade. Do you think that they still move him?
1: You know what, man? I, I, it's kind of a good conversation to have. I, I honestly haven't heard anything about uh, right. Tarasenko saying I still want out or the Blues management saying, yeah, we've been looking and we can't find anybody or something like that. I, I haven't heard anything. But, I mean, why would he want to leave right now? He's, he's found a good line with Jordan There, Those guys are just tearing it up right now. And the Blues are scary, man. I, I think they're the best team in the Central, to be honest. I, I'm not yeah. really impressed with um, uh, Colorado. I, I know that they're a very good team. They have many dangerous weapons on that team. But in the playoffs, they haven't proved anyone anything. So I I think the Blues are going to surprisingly come out of the Central.
0: If the Blues were to meet Colorado, I think that the Blues would walk out of that.
1: Oh, for sure. I think they'd win in five. Yeah. Darcy Kemper is not is not going to be the it's not the goalie for him. I, I think Grubauer fit that team very well, but you know they had to pick between two players. And we, we've we've said it a lot. They went with the captain, their longtime abs guy uh, Landeskog, and uh, they had to let Grubauer go. And you know what? He played decent against us tonight. I thought he was okay. Yeah, the he te- was. You know, he's got no team in front of him, but. I know they're real hard on the goaltending over there, but, I mean, yeah, well, who's in front of him to help the guy? Nobody. Yep.
0: I couldn't even name him. Chris Drager, Drager was placed on COVID protocol and was not available for the Kraken versus Blackhawks game. Antoine Bilboa will replace him. And uh, TJ Oshie is out with an upper body injury he sustained versus the Islanders on Saturday. You know, TJ Oshie is starting to rack up injuries, man. I think that we're seeing the twilight of his career.
1: Yeah, he came in the same year as Taves, I believe. Those guys are just kind of beat up from all these playoff battles. And I'm happy for Oshita that when he went to Washington, he got his Stanley Cup with Ovi. And he was a big part of that team. And I I know he's still a big part of the team now. They like him. But, yeah, injuries are—he's getting older. I think he's got to be 35-ish by now. So, yeah, they're going to start happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's becoming more injury prone, though. You know, you know. Knock on wood. I'm not going to mention the other guy you mentioned in your sentence about injuries, but uh, you know, it just seems like Oshi's always out with some kind of ailment.
1: I, I think Oshi plays at a different speed than Taves. Mm-hmm. I think when you're playing full speed and you get hit, you're going to get hurt playing that that style. And you know what? I, I credit the guy. He plays hard. Taves can kind of slow the game down to to his advantage. I feel like when it, yeah he could he can control the like lately he's been controlling the puck better, especially against that Ducks game. He was yeah he was he was taking chances and you know making some old school like rookie like caves Taves Deeks around yeah. guys and I was like dang, this is like Back to the Future over here. He's back <laughs> in the right now yeah and you know he he just uh, he hasn't done stuff like that in a long time. It was cool to see
0: yeah it was he's actually doing that tonight too, and um actually he probably had our only offensive opportunity in overtime because uh it, you know he was trying to take it upon himself but um yeah i mean i i think that you're right you know t j oshi is like a i don't know man, i wouldn't say he's like a full speed type of guy, but
1: i think he's that sp- he, he moves fast he he, mo- yeah, yeah he does he moves that puck fast yeah he does. And Ovi, Ovi played used to play that style too, but the guy's a freaking tank. So if you hit that guy, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. And it's I don't know if you saw he scored in the, the exact same spot as all of his all of his one thousand goals yeah. the other night. Just how <laughs> you, you got to defend this guy. I mean, I honestly would put two guys on him.
0: I'd just put one top. guy right there. It's like, hey man, just just hang out right here, just right make here the in the other circle. Guy shoot. Yeah.
1: Just hang out right here in the circle.
0: And just wait for Ovi. He doesn't score from anywhere else.
1: Exactly. He doesn't score would, from anywhere else. That power play, you know it's going to Ovi. So yeah. if you kind of cheat a guy closer to him, make the other guy score. You yeah. know, make, make Backstrom and uh, Kuznetsov make some magic. It's not going to come I, from I Backstrom. Would rather face them. I would rather face them. I would rather face them than Ovi's 300-mile-an-hour slap shot coming at me. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. So the NHL All-Star rosters have been named. I'm going to name these off. Cool. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see here, the Metropolitan Division. they got Sebastian Ajo, Carolina, Claude Giroux, Philadelphia, Jack Hughes from Ooh. New Jersey, which I'm really surprised of. Obviously, it's a fan vote. Uh, Chris Kreider, uh, Ovechkin, Alex Ovechkin, Adam Fox, Adam Pelich, Zach Wierenski, Frederick Anderson, and Tristan Jari. Hmm some interesting choices jack hughes huh yeah huh.
1: can you believe that did dougie hamilton say no thanks
0: yeah he must not have wanted to show up he's too huh? busy uh getting I ready like the for team. his cup run. I,
1: I like that team i i think uh adam fox is a well-deserved all-star uh yeah i don't is. know how i feel about uh claude Giroux. i know he's he's up there in age he's still a good player but in my opinion, if Patrick Kane's not on the All Stars, oh, why this is Kludger, the, this I know they're yeah. I know the, the Division. I know that yeah. I know the divisions are different, but come on. Yeah,
0: that's just. Oh, I'm, to I'm getting to the Central. Okay. So we've got the Atlantic Division: Jake Batherson, Patrice Bergeron, Jonathan Huberdeau, Dylan Larkin, who's having a fantastic season. Yep. yep. Austin Matthews, Nick Suzuki, Rasmus Dahlin, Victor Hedman. Jack Campbell and Andre Vasilevsky. Look at that, that goaltending Whoa. tandem right there with Campbell
1: and Vasilevsky. It's pretty oh, that's interesting. A that's a Vesna-like lineup. It is, it is. Yeah.
0: So on the central, we've got uh, Kyle Connor, very well-deserved, Alex yeah. Dabrinkit, Karel Kaprizov, Clayton Keller, Jordan Cairo, much-deserved, uh, Nathan McKinnon, Joe mm. Pavelski, Kale McCarr, Juicy Soros and Cam Talbot, and I'll tell you what we're talking about: Jan, uh, Jack Campbell and Andre Vasilevsky. You, uh, Juicy Soros is like a Terminator man in that he's he's incredible.
1: I, uh, I hope Talbot doesn't want to play. I'll
0: just leave Soros <laughs> in that. <laughs> you know, uh, Pavelski making the team and Kaner not making it is kind of like my my thing. I wanted to point out.
1: I you know what I like Pavelski. I, know I you don't do. think McKinnon should be on the All Star team. He was the one whining about how his more of his teammates should have been on the All Star team. There, uh Kadri's having a way better season than uh, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, uh, he is. He's having a better season than Pavelski is too. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't like that. Kale McCarr, he's a flashy guy, very good defenseman. He's got like almost twenty goals already. He deserves it. Nathan McKinnon, I'm not sure about. I I yeah. no doubt he's a very good player he's not scoring the goals like he was supposed to be scoring. Yeah, right. I don't know. Maybe he changed his diet to Cheetos now and <laughs> more laid back. But, yeah, uh, Debrincat. I'm glad he's there. But it's not an all-star game without Kaner, in my yeah, opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's, it's weird seeing, you know, going to see it without him. So, for the, for the Pacific Division, we've got Leandry's title, You know, what a Man, shocker. He sucks. Jordan Everly, Johnny Goudreau, Adrian Kempe. Um, Connor McDavid, Timo Meyer, Mark Stone, Alex Petrangelo, John Gibson, and Thatcher Demko.
1: Another good goaltending tandem. I like that too. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing about um Timo Meyer. I believe he scored uh five goals tonight. Wow. Or today. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's pretty incredible. He's the first <laughs> Sharks player to do that. And you know they've had some good players come on oh, that yeah. franchise. Uh, that's amazing. Five goals today, Timo Meyer.
0: Wow. It was it's kind of uh, kind of weird, you know, on you know Martin Luther Martin Luther King Day they had early basketball games, early hockey games. You know, it's like not everybody got the day off. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, all the athletes were out to work today. Yeah, yeah. they were. They were. Yeah.
0: They brought their lunch today. So, um, well, that's all that we got for you guys tonight you know, thank you for listening. Do us a favor, hit subscribe. If you have not, we really, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.